Good evening. So, uh, continuing our conversation about uh, Amir Lenachri, the question of asking non-Jews to do Melacha for us on Shabbos. So, we mentioned last time two reasons for the Isra, the two reasons that uh, Rashi quotes for why a person is not allowed to ask a non-Jew to do Melacha for them on Shabbos. So, Rashi said, number one, because of Dabar Dabar, you can't speak about, say, talk about Melachos on Shabbos. So, if I say, can you please turn the light on for me on Shabbos, you can't do that because you can't say those words. And number two, says Rashi, because you're going to make the person your shliach. If you're making him your shliach, doing something, basically doing a malacha on your behalf on Shabbos. So these two explanations actually um, explain the rationale behind the question of how a person could at times, and typically it's not all that, all that practical, but we've, this is one of the things we talk about a lot in Miriam Nachri, is hinting to a non-Jew to do something for us on Shabbos. So again, we'll talk as we move along how practical this is, but it's fascinating how it turns out this is really the, the, the bedrock of the whole question of how you would do it, right? So let's say in theory, you had something you needed to done on Shabbos, you couldn't do it yourself, and you wanted to go over to a person who you know is not Jewish, a person who works in your house, and ask them to do something for you on Shabbos. So the, so the Mishabruah gives an example of a person, let's say, who uh, wants to read by a light, and the light is, uh, in their case, there was, a, you know, it was a, a wick that was not working well, and you wanted them to adjust the flame. So you can't say, so says you can't go over to the non-Jew and say, hey, you know, can you help me out? I can't, I can't see well. That you can't say. He says, why not? Because you're giving it sivu. You're telling him what to do. Um, and you also can't tell him what to do. You can't say, make the light, you know, make the light brighter, right? adjust the lamp. Why? Because you're telling him the malachah to do. And basically, that, and therefore he says, if you, do, if you say, do neither of those things, you're not either discussing the malachah, nor are you giving him a command, not making a request, then it's permissible. So what's that going to look like? So for example, you can't say, and the lights on, let's say the lights on in your room, Friday night. So kid left the light on the room, can't fall asleep. So you can't go to a non-Jew and say, hey, could you please shut the light in my room? Because you can't say shut the light. You also can't say, hey, can you help me out? The light's on in the room and I want it off. Because you can't say, please help me out. So what are you supposed to say in that scenario? What do you, what's the way to go over to a non-Jew and, and, to, and to, to give a remedy? So you'd say, the light is on in my room. And, uh, you know, uh, I can't sleep. Okay, and then the guy, and the, to, or it's a shame that the light's on, because I really want to go to sleep, and it's too bad the light's on. So the guy says to you, okay, what would you like me to do? So you can't say, can you please, you, can, you can't say that. So what if he says, would you like me to shut it off? You can't even say yes, because again, now you are giving a boy. right? So what, what do you do? So the postman will say, he's like, say, you know, it's a shame, the light's on in my room, and I really can't fall asleep, you say the same thing again. Or, you know, I can't tell you what to do. Something like that, right? In that scenario, what are you doing? So we, we joke about it. It's like silly. But it, it is, on the one hand, it feels silly. On the other hand, actually, though, it's all based, it's all based in the same svarah. The two svarahs, the two rationales for why Miriam Nachum is forbidden. I'm not allowed to ask him to make a mashiach, and I can't talk about the malacha. So on the one hand, it seems like monkey business. Like, what am I doing? On the other hand, if that's the only way you're going to get the person to do it, then you have still actually fulfilled what Chazal had in mind. Why? Because what the Chazal didn't want was everybody running around and just asking non-Jews to do things for them on Shabbos. If I have to go through this whole backwards thing to get it to happen in the first place, how often are you going to do it? Not very often. It's very uncomfortable. It's very awkward. It's very weird. And the answer is, right. It's very awkward, uncomfortable, and weird. And you're not really going to do it unless there was some big need to do it in the first place. So by, by making it so convoluted and difficult... What a Chazal are doing is, they're not making it impossible to ever do, sometimes it's necessary. 
but they've created a scenario where you're not going to violate Dabar Dabar. You're not going to make him your shliach. Okay, so if somehow you get the guy to, guys to know what to do, and I'll shut the light anyways, so okay, that, that'll work. That'll be fine for you. But the point being, it's not just like silliness. It's all about the actual rationale behind the Isser. And sometimes I think when we understand the rationale, then the practical application doesn't seem quite as quite as strange and, and, and surprising. In the end of the day, we're going to talk about this as we move along. Next time, we'll talk about the question of getting benefit from the malacha that a non does for your child. It's a separate prohibition, which, we, which we're going to talk about. And we're going to see that this, this whole idea of hinting is really only practical in very, you know, uh, you know, very few circumstances. But nevertheless, the ideal and understanding the svarah behind it, usually in, you know, in these situations, makes the, uh, the halacha itself make a lot more sense.